afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the Monday edition of the Dark Delight Podcast with Frankie Vell on the drums and Beans. And you were just on the drums. We were doing a little music yes, review on Saturday night in Jersey City. Were you? Yep. That's fun. We opened up a. Uh, we did a short little show for uh, for a, a big TikToker. His name is David Michael Frank. It was uh, it was an interesting. I, you know what? The only footage I have of it is me. I did a set up a drum cam so I can show Aurora. So hold on a second. So you can see. Look at you go. Yeah. This this was just for that was just for Aurora. It's very sweet. Now the rest of us have seen it. Yeah. Okay. It's awesome. So. Hi. <laughs> she saying, she hears us talking Hi, about Daddy. it. Hi, Daddy. Um. Okay. I want to start off with some different stuff, and then we'll get into the crap. How do you feel about that? Sure. This clip is so good. God it, created the universe. Hold on. It's about an argument between two people about the existence of God. Very interesting. God created the universe. Some people think nothing created the universe, which is the funniest guess. <laughs> and the nothing people make fun of the God people. They say God doesn't exist. I'm like, okay, maybe. But you know what definitely doesn't exist? Nothing. <laughs> That's the defining characteristic of nothing, is that it doesn't exist. So what are we talking about? Either you think it's God, something you can't see, touch, taste, photograph, and science can't prove, or you think it's nothing, something you can't see, touch, taste, photograph, and science can't prove. But I think we can all agree, if nothing, if your nothing sometimes spontaneously erupts into everything, that's a magical fucking nothing, you guys. <laughs> and ask, ask the nothing people, what happens when you die? They'll tell you, nothing. You go into nothing. I'm like, you mean you merge back with your creator? <laughs> That's heaven. <laughs> that's heaven. I've seen that one. I, I've seen that one recently. It's uh, it. That's a nice take on it too. And of course, in the, uh, in in the comments, then the old. Oh, obviously, he never looked into Big Bang, <laughs> which again never accounts never accounts for the genesis of it all never does you cannot look at even the, dr ken berry had a, a chart up it was ridiculous and it was human metabolism and they're like this is he goes this is only what we know about human metabolism and i'm sure there's a gazillion things we don't know that does not happen by sheer happenstance just the human body and how it works alone should be enough for you to be like hmm Come on. Even if you even if you go to the the um the the alien meddlers, you want to go down the Anunnaki path. You want to get get into some sitchin. Um, who created them? Yeah, right. <laughs> just it's just you, you you don't even go around and around. You just keep going. There's no end to it. There's no end. That's why. Which is that's why it's why beautiful. It, yeah. Yeah, and, and the crazy thing is that when you get like a um, a Neil deGrasse Tyson oh, or yeah. any anybody in that category of of public figure to to go on about this stuff here too, when you talk about creation and the age of the universe and the origin of man, where we came from, where we're going, they you can see the struggle, even for these galaxy brain midwits, to not to say that they aren't. Uh, they don't have a higher IQ than I do. But as far as losing touch of common sense and and they put all of their intelligence into trying to find new ways of describing what we would just say is God. You know, the universe, a, a global, a universal conscious, they go into consciousness, they go into something and you're like, okay. Well, consciousness right. is real even if there is God. It's just, there's got to be a generator for it all. There yeah, there, of course there is God, but that doesn't and mean there's it, no such thing as consciousness. Oh yeah, well uh, yeah, I, but I, what I'm saying is they they don't want the, it, it becomes so political of a of an argument that nobody w even wants to use common terms because they don't want to be seen as religious. Mm. They that, they that, really just 
they want to stay secular they want to stay scientific but even the science once you start going farther and farther back becomes very pseudo-religious well i mean it all depends on your perspective on it i think that anybody who takes a decent look into that topic has no other option but to come to the that you can't what other option is there speaking of which frank we had aurora borealis in the carolinas last night damn that means i should have been able to see it right um i i don't know i haven't seen many photos out of new york but i see a lot out of south carolina in my town i didn't know so i couldn't go out and look but yeah we had aurora borealis because there was a geomagnetic storm and i have neil degrasse tyson at the end on bill maher by the way if we get to it so it's funny that you mentioned him oh sweet yeah it's gonna be great um and then I had this clip, speaking of consciousness and all the things. Listen to this. Tell me what you think about this. Here. So I'm living proof that scripting is real. I didn't even think I'd make this video to say that because I'm a skeptic. I don't believe in a lot of the new age woo-woo stuff on TikTok today. Like I've moved past it, you know, especially in the last like two years. Um, but it worked. I, I even hate to admit it, but it, it, it did work. I did the 369 method thing, but I followed it for like a year straight. So today, I know you can't really tell, I live in Miami and I used to live in Michigan when I was scripting. I have a home studio, a music studio. I have my DJ decks, I have my Ableton push, speakers, the whole nine yards. And I never had any of that before, nor did I even fathom I would have those things. I didn't even fathom I'd be in Miami. Long story short, in this journal, I wrote the same things down every, every single day, did not miss one day. And I would write down in like topics, right? But I'd write the same thing. The first one would be, I am grateful for my home in Miami, my DJ career, my home studio, and my friends. And I'd write that down every day, three, six, nine times in the morning or at night. Then after that, I would write, I am grateful for the five life-changing miracles I have experienced in, and then I'd put the year. Then after that, I would write, I trust myself. I love myself. I am worthy of these things. And I never skipped a day. Some so she wrote down her desires or her dreams every day for a year, and then they materialized. And she thinks that it's because she wrote them down. What do you think? Uh, well, that, that, I think that it's a part of the equation, that intention setting. It's, it, it's part of the equation. And the right, the writing. This is this is the reason why we're talking about the cursive, why cursive or even just letter writing in general. Even if you're just going to write print, but cursive is even more um, involved with the the kind of Thought. creative powers you have to um, employ to be able to get that those ideas down on on paper. I always said that an intention put to paper, it's the first time that you can actually make it physical. You know, you take it out of your head, out of the ether, and onto something physical, and and through a creative force that you can control. So it's a very powerful method for intention setting in itself. And of course the repetition, I mean, there's, she's putting things in motion. It is a, it's a huge part of it for sure. I mean, going out there and, and, and acting in, you know, it's a part of the, uh, the mechanics. Yeah. So you don't, you don't have to write it down every day. Like this is kind of something that people like, you don't have to do that. Um, it's, it's for some people, that's all that'll work because they can't like stretch themselves outside of the box of like, this is what she doesn't realize that all the other things that she did to make that happen. She thinks that the act of writing it on the paper is what worked so much more than that. So I hope she opens the box a little bit more because she just thinks I wrote this down every day. So now if I write something down every day for a, a whole year, then it'll happen. Well, if you knew that it wouldn't take you anywhere near a year and you didn't have to necessarily write it down either, you would be so much better at at this. It's it and this is real. Thoughts become things. Intention, like you said. Anything in your head is imagined and then you can bring it into the physical by writing it down. It's the same thing with consciousness that we were just talking about a second ago. Um and and the whole quantum physics episode that I did. So this is super interesting to me because clearly she she is a skeptic, but this is real. This happens all the time. People do it all the time. Dream boards, ever hear of those? People put their pictures up and they look at them every day and manifest, quote, 
off the dream boards, but we are very, very powerful creators and we can make anything that we want. Yeah, I still have my last vision board that uh, I ever made at the studio near my near my drum sets. And um, I was actually saying I wanted to wanted to take it down and reassemble it because a lot of it, a lot of it I already I have now. And a, another good portion of it, I realized I never wanted. Anyway. I never wanted. You thought you did, you know? but you didn't. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's, um, but you got the things that you did. If you're on the right path and if you are aligning yourself vibrationally with the things that you want, and we're not talking about specific things, like when you say you get, it's not that you've always wanted a Rolex watch. You want the feeling behind the Rolex watch. What is it? The really? And you say, no, no, no. Actually, I just want the Rolex. Okay. Well, how does the Rolex make you feel? Accomplished, like you've achieved something. I mean, you have to get to what is standing behind the Rolex and you have to get into that frequency. And the main, and then, the, the, the more powerful thing is to just realize that you already have all those things and be happy, like be happy right now. You have everything you need and more right now, right now in this minute. It makes it a lot easier because then you're, 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 you're in, introducing resistance by the by the sheer thought of something that you do not have. Well, it's that's the challenge, is that it's, um, life is very rough. So and <laughs> it's a it's a big game of, of ping pong, and you're up, you're down, but what you, once you start becoming conscious of that, then you can, you can really work some good, you just work the, work the game better so that you have better, more good days than bad. As long as you can do that, as long as you can just be conscious of it, that's the uh, that's the whole thing. It's not going to remove um, the hardship in your life. Well, then you won't need the watch. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, but then the, the no, the watch just won't mean as much. It'll be a nice accessory, but you'll have you'll have a deeper pursuit. And yeah. and at the end of at the end of your journey, you may have a whole closet full of Rolex watches. It's just that that wasn't that wasn't the that wasn't the touchdown mm -hmm. anymore. You didn't need that to be happy. Indeed. Indeed. All right. Listen. <laughs> I have shocking news, Frank. Shocking. Hydroxychloroquine yes. associated with lower COVID-19 mortality. A French study of 30,202 patients shows. I know you're stunned because this was supposed to kill you, wasn't it? Yeah, it's fish cleaner, fish tank cleaner. Yes. Right? Remember that story? We talked about that on the show of the wife who gave her husband the hydroxychloroquine fish stuff. It wasn't even hydroxychloroquine, but she said she heard Trump say it. So then she killed her husband, but it was really a murder or tried to right. kill her. Right. Crazy lib woman tried to kill her husband or did in what? what she's from like New Mexico or Arizona or something like that. I, that was a crazy one. Just 0.8% of patients at a facility in France who received hydroxychloroquine and an antibiotic died compared with 4.8% of patients who didn't receive the drug. This study represents the largest single center study evaluating HCQ and azithromycin in the treatment of COVID-19. Similarly to other large observational studies, it, it concludes that HCQ would have saved lives and clearly did save lives. They had... 30,423 patients with COVID who were treated at another institution. They included all adults who tested positive and were treated in the hospital as an inpatient or outpatient. Among those who... I, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. No, most of them received off-label prescriptions, obviously, because it wasn't made for that, of, of HCQ and azithromycin. 23,172 patients received the drug combination. The other 7,000 did not. Among those who received the drugs, 191 died. Among those who did not, 344 or 4.8% died. There was um, a lot of, I think there's some reporting. I don't know how long ago it was, but obviously the, the longer you go back, you find gems that really make you think in modern day because nobody could ever really a lot of things slipped past the sensors years ago because you'll 
put together a story of some kind of a really interesting twist or a question to be posed and you can't really uh you can't really predict what kind of things in the future it'll mess with namely stories about hydroxychloroquine or even ivermectin type drugs like antiparasitics mm -hmm. and i saw this one um this one clip that has gone around about a man who was in like stage four cancer they gave him a couple of months to live it was all over the place bones organs and all that stuff and he went to a uh, a friend of his who was a veterinarian actually said hey listen i i uh, i think you should try this something that we give to dogs for parasites and i'd have to imagine it's in the same class of drugs as ivermectin that's what they give to dogs for parasites ivermectin yeah yeah so well i mean but this was years ago so it might have been another kind of label i, I don't know no anyway the guy who's supposed to die uh within months i think at least at the, the time of that taping had been alive for years more and it was all it was all being managed now i did a lot of people on the internet talk about that that this is a, another big reason why why something like hcq or ivermectin has been downplayed in the last couple of years not only because they wanted to elongate and hype up the severity of and manage the whole covid narrative because of course it had so many ulterior um goals attached to it but there is also this whole idea of if people really understand what kind of powers off off label powers and abilities these um these already very easily accessible drugs and safer the safer drugs on the market can actually have with um with the bigger problems that we have in in health aside from the way that we treat ourselves on a day-to-day -day basis mm -hmm. but like cancer that this would be a, a big way to blow the lid off of that how that that industry has been so mismanaged to the detriment of all mankind and i don't know i i i uh i definitely I definitely give that thought all the time. Yeah. I, it, the Sugar feeds cancer. So if you want to stop yourself or heal yourself or make yourself better, stop eating sugar. Well, that would be a, gr a good thing. <laughs> if they give you a cancer screening, you get a big shot of glucose because it comes out to eat. You know? I, so I have, I have this um, clip up for later. Where is it? It's actually a post about your kidneys and how they work. I guess I can't find it. It basically explained how your kidneys work to excrete sodium and stuff um, and what sugar does to them and why it had to do with heart disease. And it was really, really good, but I don't think I have it up, unfortunately. So, yeah. Yeah, but I ivermectin has been shown to um, help with cancer. I can't say cure because then, you know, I'm a doctor and I'm not a doctor. Um, if you're addicted to sugar, you have to, to wean yourself off of sugar and stop eating it. And that includes bread and grains and carbs. Yep. All those bad things. You can eat it's as much real. fat as you want, though. <laughs> it's fun. Absolutely. <laughs> as much fat as you like. I put, uh, I let the butter, big dollops of butter melt on my steak. Yes. Aurora, Aurora, can I have butter? You got it, baby. Little slice of butter for her. She wants, you know, something, you know, that's just the, uh, that's it. You want to fry Protein something? And fry in tallow. No seed oils. Get yourself some yeah, tallow. Yeah, we don't have the, we don't have the tallow. We're still just on, you know, olive oils and. If you're gonna do anything, olive and avocado. Avocado oil is good too. It's not, you know, I, I mean, that that's pretty much what our mayo is now too. Yep. Because so much. I mean, you talk about seed oils. Haven't had Hellman's in I feel like over a year now. Yeah, I'm making my own um, butter mayo soon. It's going to be delicious. I can have eggs, too. You can have eggs. Lots of eggs, lots of fat, lots of meat. Anyway, it's working for me, and I'm in an interesting spot. My journey has not been the same as Will's. Um, it's been different. Um, I finally just hit after what? It's been like four dormant months where I've just maintained my weight the entire time and haven't had any loss Finally, this week, my body was like, vroom, time to get going. Four pounds. Just out of nowhere. Boop. Everything just started working. <laughs> hmm. So it's different for women. The hormones just in, in, in yep. interfere with things. It's it's. I was going to say. Yeah. Much different for women. Much different curve for women. You have a 
there's just a lot more hormonal factors. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Moving right along. Um, <laughs> oh, Frank, I'm going to piss you what? off. I love pissing you off in the morning, so I'm going to start here. Okay, first of all, can we all just talk about how Jen Psaki dyes her hair red? She's not an actual redhead. Can you look at that? That's the, not a real, she's no, not a look, real redhead? No, look, I see her roots. I see them in this photo. She's a brunette. That liar. Oh. You see it? My. God. You see it? Look at that. Typical Greenwich chick. Uh-huh. Not my wife, though. <laughs> she, <laughs> she's she's a she's atypical Greenwich. Lauren, he's talking about you town. She would she would never. Oh no, actually no. She she went light lavender purple once, but she didn't try to pass it off as natural. Well, you you can't. I know. You, you know that already. <laughs> but this is. Oh man. I'm trying to she go brunette, and I can't pass off of that. I am. I've always been very very with very very dark. Do you remember when I went blonde? No, I was blonde. I, I seem to remember when you. I seem to remember a, a lighter like you, but I don't remember it. It was like blonde. It was blonde, mm -hmm. or it was just highlights. Oh no, I went blonde. My entire head. When was this? Like what year? Oh gosh, 2018. I'll send know. you a picture. I was blonde, and then I grew it all out, and then I I vowed never to dye my hair again. Anyway, here we go. <laughs> I wanted to ask you about the vice president because she has been under a huge amount of scrutiny through her entire time in office. I think there's a lot of reasons for this, but I want to ask you as a prominent woman of color who's run for office, do you think she would be receiving these same critiques if she was a white man? No, <laughs> no, oh, not at all. Asking the hard questions. Just. Oh, it's wait. her. Oh, yes. it's, uh, see, I'm I'm on delay. I didn't even see it was uh, Grimace over here. <laughs> it's Grimace. I didn't even know. Just wait. Yes, I would have had a hard time. <laughs> it's very hard being black. You, you have to split your teeth, though. You have to get a diastema between eight and nine, and then you'll be able to do it. Here we go. Here we I go. I did not even know. She was... We will always question the person behind the person. But we cannot ignore that misogyny and racism remain very prevalent in our politics. And for deep. It's very, very deep. Very, very okay. deep. Gets better. Nobody thinks as deeply as Stacey Abrams. Those behaviors that don't rise to either misogyny or racism, there's also just the difference. Our expectations are set for the traditional white male vice president. I wanted to ask you. You know, it's just, it, it, we all know how important the position of vice president is to every American home <laughs> and how, and how over the years is actually been a, it's been a relief to know that there is usually a stable white man as vice president of the United States. Like no, whenever your, your, your life gets rough, you at least have that to fall back yeah, on. You say there's, a, there's a white there's a white guy that's number two somewhere. And At least we have that. He's white. He's in his in his sixties or seventies, and he's stable. He's did not... you see? I'm sure that there's more to this clip, but did you see? No, there's somebody not. sent this to me when we were doing. I was doing the um, the 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 pharmaceutical commercials, and we were we were just watching them one Friday night and all that stuff. But somebody had sent me that wasn't a pharmaceutical commercial. It was Advil. Advil had put together this thing. It was called like, hold on, Ad, Advil. Uh, it, it was an, it was like a pain, oh yeah, Advil Pain Equity Project. Okay, this is nuts. Now, we're gonna let's get back to your clip here, but no, I'll it's just, over. I'll also it's say, over. Keep oh, going. Okay. Because we're going to talk about sperm in a second, so you can just keep going. Oh, that's my specialty. <laughs> so the next, so next town over, I just made a reference to to Greenwich, Connecticut. So Greenwich, they it's uh, you know November seventh is everybody's local elections over here. It's probably the same for many of you out there too. And um, I just got to say, whether it's D.C. or whether it's in a sleepy little town with no problems at all, like Greenwich, Connecticut. 
to see these little signs pop up that says, I actually tweeted it out on maybe Saturday, Saturday morning or Sunday morning. It says, no hate, vote Democrats across line A or something like that. And that's all it says up top. Oh, I no got it. Hate. Here we go. And I'm thinking to myself, must, the most un, unoriginal bastards in the, in the whole messed up game that we watch every day that goes on around us. Can you imagine being someone stupid enough to say, well, I'm not a hateful person. I better vote for Democrats yes. on November 7th. Can you imagine being that stupid? Um, and, no, it, no. <laughs> I can't. And, and, and just to know that it's people like this. It's it's Stacey Abrams and her fake ginger. Wait, wait, wait. Where did the where did the Advil pain thing come in? Oh, well, because oh, I'm just thinking about how the the obsession, the obsession with race, the obsession oh, with these oh. things that mean nothing. Okay. okay. Oh, uh, yeah. So if you think that the, these crazy, inane conversations that people like Stacey Abrams and Jen Psaki are having, where they're having it uh, unironically with all seriousness, as if they're trying to figure out the world, um, it, it, it's it's nothing compared to what is what is being done out there even by companies like advil where they just you know what do, they do, have are a, they saying minorities experience more pain than 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 white people they do nor uh, minorities experience pain differently oh do they and hold on you you've got to see it let me see here advil i don't know i experience pain we're used to anyway and i experience it pretty badly here you like, go take a look at this people Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Indulge. When I approach a medical professional, I'm frustrated that we have to validate our pain just to get treated like human beings. This is bullshit. The healing of the body was easy for me. It's the psychological part. It's awful. Yeah, you're 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 traumatized. I should not. Okay, can we stop for a second? Um, I, I, this, I gotta say. The one thing that I have always agreed with is female care and pain. From a, for, for, in a gynecological sense, okay? That I could get on board with because I've had procedures done. They don't even give you, like, they're doing things down there that are ridiculous without even thinking about your pain level. Men go under for vasectomy, right? I don't know. That I'm, I can, I that I would be able to get on board with because I've experienced it myself. Like there's no consideration of pain when women are being treated for women things. I know that for a fact, it's something very, very talked about in, you know, amongst women. We deal with it. We don't complain about it online or get into commercials, but okay. Have to beg my well, doctor but, yeah, to. Yeah. I, and, and I wouldn't, especially, I, I wouldn't uh, doubt that that's the case. And maybe there's something to be said about that. This is just a, the, the crazy part about this is that it, it's how broadly they're talking about uh, race. Yes. As being a, like, you remember when in, it, it had to be like there's, May or April 2020. Saying doctors are racist. We're not even halfway through. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was in May or when they when CNN started playing the race card, they started bringing out all their race professors to talk about um, talk about how COVID was killing black people more than white people. As they were, this was during the Disney level personification of mm -hmm. the virus. Yep, that they were they were giving the virus intent. Yes, like it was looking for black people. <laughs> when when really what was at the the basis of it all was that in a generally sick country black white brown and everything in between we are a unhealthy people but inside of that whole demographically speaking there is some chronic health conditions that are going on well, with with black americans sickle cell is one clip. of them well yeah but we're also talking about diabetes yeah we're talking about we're talking about conditions that are very very lifestyle based but there's no responsibility to be taken there either so what they did is they 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 um they defaulted to 
generations of racism has left their immunity, left their ability to to lead healthy lifestyles, uh, almost disabled. Mm. They've been disabled, but it, it's become genetic. They have no power the, over the, themselves. Right. It's been in, right. born into them now to be right. unwell because of the how they've been. Yeah. So men are correcting me and saying there is no there is no um, going under in a, in a vasectomy. However, the procedure that I had to get my, quote, tubes tied was, look it up. It's called Escher. Just look it up. Completely you awake. Have, no medicine. You have no idea the physical toll that three vasectomies has on a person. <laughs> well, I had two tube tyings, and it wasn't fun. Anyway. Jeez, what, did they come untied? No. It was a terrible, or you have to terrible tie both. thing. No, they, they put, there was this new thing called Escher that came out. It was coils that they don't put up anything. into your fallopian to tubes. Is it really a tie? No, it's a snip. But they put these, these coils up into your fallopian tubes. And then scar tissue forms around them, thereby blocking the pathway for egg to fall that down. That sounds terrible. Do it a completely sounds... awake with no medicine. Do it completely awake with no medicine and have your doctor just look at you while they're trying to fucking thing that sounds terrible. It was. And then I had to have them removed because the coils migrated and pierced my... Anyway. Your what? My uterus. They Man. moved. They moved. They freaking moved. My body was like, get this out of me. Why is this here? I was so, so stupid. We're, 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 so we're, if you, you tie it all off, where the hell all your, your eggs just start piling up? No, they just they evaporate into the body. We've got nowhere to go. They're homeless. A whole bunch, whole bunch of eggs just sitting there. Caused me a lot of problems. Never do it. Don't do it, ladies. Don't. Trust me. If you ever don't, want to hear a don't horror tie story, your tubes. Not that. It's that's, not even a, that's different. It's not even a real tie. What I did. <sighs> Stupid. Anyway, let's get back to this pain that these poor people can't handle. Here. Tests or ask them to take another look. Pain equity. Systemic pain bias in healthcare. Is this Did for real? to believe my pain? It's Advil. A discussion. Screw this. Screw this. You, you go, go, go. Just stupid. It's Advil. And you know, what, you, 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 you know what it comes down to is, you know, these are problems that we're all having. You think you, you think that when we go into a hospital or or whatever, and we're, we're suspicious about something we feel in our bodies and the doctors come to different conclusions, but you are adamant that there's something else going on there and they're not listening to you. Oh, like, it's like, because you're... like vaccine injured people? <laughs> I, seriously, what? I mean, it, and what kind of bias is that? So it, it, I, everything just reveals mental illness where it's, your, it, it, it's usually self-image uh, based where we we've just been traumatized. I mean, Stacey Abrams, I to uh, she's not really very far far off the hierarchy. She's been given some kind of a uh, a little bit more of a notable job at the circus, but she's still a a very low level employee. So I I believe a lot of that is you know base programming on the trauma that she's experienced. But it, it, this is all nonsense. And and again, they the, this is what you would do if you were investing in class warfare. This is it. You don't you don't invest in in uh, in things like this in conversations like the one that Stacey Abrams and and Jen Psaki are having in for the public unless you're trying to groom people into class warfare mindsets. Yeah, yeah. Somebody's yelling at us in the chat that we're not talking about the fact that Trump is testifying today in his trial, and my question mark comes up because. How are we supposed to talk about something that hasn't effing happened yet? Like when it happens and he says something, we'll talk about it. But what are we going to spend a half hour talking about how he's going to do something he hasn't done yet? <laughs> so stupid. Whatever. So now we have covered the issue. We've done he it. He's going today. He is going to testify. And tomorrow we will have clips. And thoughts and information. It, it, wait, is there going to be... Uh, Cameras inside the courtroom, no, or is it just going to be reported on by? There haven't been so far. They've been pressing the room. We've gotten those crazy sketches, but there's no 
camera, so whatevs. I want to talk about sperm. That's what I want to talk about. What happened now? Demand. Oh, oh, I saw this. Yes. <laughs> we talked about this like over a year ago with Chad. Demand for unvaxxed sperm spikes. Women are turning to shady Facebook groups looking for donors who refuse to get the COVID shot. I need, they need it. Has anybody got any sperm? Anti-vaccine sentiment has infected almost every part of America after the COVID pandemic from academia to politics. But the anti-vax movement appears to have now infiltrated the world of online sperm donation where wannabe mothers, just She's the called, way they rate it's this. It's called Tinder. It's called Tinder, the world of online sperm donation. Where wannabe, wannabe mothers seek out samples from men who refuse to take the COVID shot. Jonathan David Rinaldi, dubbed the Sperminator, was a prolific do donor for years on the Facebook group Sperm Donation USA, the largest sperm donation group in America. But after seeing a massive increase in requests for sperm from unvaccinated donors, he broke off and started his own splinter group exclusively for the anti-vax. Right. He's, 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 he he's been jerking nonstop for months. Look at him. He hasn't left his house in months. Wannabe mothers, Frank. Wannabe mothers. Um, the group has almost 250 members. That's a lot of babies in that group. And has helped many people successfully start families. They range from young professionals, gay couples, to single women from both the U.S. and the U.K. Most Those poor kids. Yeah. Those but poor Mr. babies. Mr. Rinaldi, 44, is one of the millions of Americans who has been captured by the theory <laughs> that COVID vaccines somehow damaged the reproductive system. He says, I don't trust big government, big pharma. I don't trust them, and I don't need to inject myself with things that I don't even know what, what it is. Users of the group share this false idea with posts linking the COVID shot to sperm death and other, vac other vaccine-related misinformation. Daily Mail knows, but anecdotally, Daily Mail has seen new interest in unvaccinated sperm donors on Facebook groups in the United States. The whole point of this is to get the group shut down. And then it's all if they about... Shut down, if they shut down this group on Facebook, but, they, but all the other stuff that's up there that's being transacted upon it, it's just uh i'll i'll come to you he said <laughs> unvaxxed for look at that video underneath the car advertises thirty five hundred dollars a load did you see that no i'm looking go 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 back up or I'm, I'm on delay i'm watching you scroll on delay oh there it is unvaxxed sperm thirty five hundred dollars a load i'll, I'll come, come to, to you, you. <laughs> it's just Oh, well, well, uh, on one hand, it's it's all just so sad to see people, um, you know, to see people that this with their priorities all messed up so much so badly and to have had uh, probably by choice life mostly passed them by. And now they're scrounging around on Facebook for anybody who will jizz into a cup for them. And but on the other hand, <laughs> for anyone who does need some assistance and and there is a uh i don't know some sort of a if there is a, re a a better reason than most i would understand why you would want the the most cl the, the cleanest sample that you can get uh there is should be how are they proving it i don't know does that, i if i that, were in I that position know. i wouldn't want an mrna sperm in my body big fertilization these these baby uh these baby clinics and all that stuff did a couple of those episodes last year or earlier this year than i thought i would and i don't know they they seem more and more shady we're talking about lots of unregulated stuff i guess some clinics have better reputations than others but how the hell do you really know you get these these doctors that are pretty much impregnating all their patients oh geez. and yeah it's like weird it it is and I understand that at the base of it, there are probably some really, really good, well-meaning couples that have tried everything and just desperately want to be parents. But this is all just getting crazy. And you, you, you don't, I don't know. We've got about 10 minutes left. And speaking of the vaccine, 
musicians have kind of taken it on themselves, Frank, to kind of step out and they form their own record label of like unvaxxed musicians. And one of them is Five Times August. I don't know if you've seen him floating around on. on yeah, I have. Yeah. So he's starting to call out all these guys that like fell, fell prey to the, not fell prey or voluntarily like made it so that no normal people could go see a show unless they had a vaccine passport. So he, he called out D. Snyder the other day. He said, hey, D. Snyder, just wondering if you're still waving your vaccination card around like a flag. Are you requiring a passport to see you live? Is the updated booster required to see you live? If not, why not? You were really on board with this a while ago. What happened? You just don't care anymore or what? How many Vax injured fans do you have? Do you know? Would you want to know? What's it like to pretend to be a rock and roll rebel while advocating government compliance and big pharma shilling? I have so many questions. Mainly, would you like to make a donation to React 19 to help the families of those injured and dead from the very shot you've so proudly endorsed? Let me know. Happy to make an introduction. Yep. And D. That, Snyder. And then he responded. Oh, re- D. Snyder oh. responded? Oh, yeah. What, what a... He did. Shame. He said, now I know why you're so unhappy. You're a failed wannabe rocker, for lack of a better word. Listen, loser, it's not my fault. You're a sad man. I'm living my best life. And then, no. And then. That's not how that works. And then he responded. Five times August responded. One, I'm quite happy, actually. Thank you. No guilt weighing on me for pushing poison on the public. Two, I'm not a failed wannabe rocker. All things considered, you wrote, we're not going to take it, and then literally took it, and you took all of it straight up the ass. Yeah. (laughs) The government compliance that mandates every jab, and then requested more of it. By all accounts, you failed. Three, learn the difference between your and you, apostrophe, R-E. Sad. Sad what some people have uh, become. G- D. Snyder, I, I always liked D. Snyder. And, um, but they, people's brains just go to mush. I don't, I don't really get it. What did he mean? Did he mean it's not my fault that the vaccine hurt everybody? Or it's, what does he mean it's not my fault? Go back to go back to the context. Go back to let me hear it in context again. The not my fault part. He says, now I know why you're so unhappy. You're a failed wannabe rocker, for lack of a better word. Listen, loser. It's not my fault. Hmm, What does he mean? Like, it's not my fault. He's unhappy and a loser. I don't know. Right. Is is he talking about what he thinks is a failed career? Because, you know, here's the whole thing here. These people. They love telling their audiences, you can be whatever you want to be and, and blah, 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 go out, lead your best life. But a, a lot of people who go out there and someone like D. Snyder, when this happens, you realize that every time he's told an audience that he really means you can be whatever you want to be. You just won't be bigger than I am. Mm. Because if I, I mean, I know I know of five times August. I think that we follow each other. We've had some exchanges in, in direct message want to hear the latest over song? the years. His latest song. I, and I've heard a little bit of their music too. But again, what are you doing? Are, 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 what is a success? So the fact that they go back to to, to try to get um, get nitpicky about what success is at that point to, to try to use that as a way to avoid the, the bigger issue, which is you pushed an untested serum and you used it as a barrier to entry into seeing your shows and into and you advocating it for being a barrier of entry to anything that was just public restaurants bars whatever the hell it is you completely sold out and you get to avoid that if you just nitpick about what you think certain standards of fame and success are which if you are making any kind of a living if you're subsisting doing something you love you've made it yep correct that's it correct Here's his new music. soft rock pretty much that one is i haven't really i haven't 
I haven't spent a lot of time listening to it. It's pretty good. It doesn't good. matter. Pretty good. Because somebody does. Listen. <laughs> I'm going to read you. I'm going to read you something to end the show today. This is how we're going to end. Okay. Ready? You try and figure it out. This is a test. Author comes out as transgender man after his wife came out as a trans woman and pair who have a trans daughter now live in a four-way open relationship with their trans lovers. Hmm. So what does that mean? That means the woman is now a man. The man is now a woman. They stayed together. Oh. Go ahead. Oh, who are they? Who are they? So they're all just gay. Yes, pretty much. Right? They're all gay and they're dressing up in different ways. They're all gay and playing dress up. There they are. It's a four-way, it's a four-way gay relationship, and I don't four-way un- gay. I don't. Un- there, there's a good, there's a bad name for you. Four-way gay, opening up for five times August this summer. <laughs> I don't think he'd be happy about that. Someone just said. Someone just texted. So they're swingers. Yes, basically yes. Who don't have a clue who they are? They're, they're, they're. What is this? Like I don't even understand it. Like, is the man? The way they wrote it, <clears throat> transgender man, wouldn't that mean, wouldn't they mean transgender woman? No, when they say transgender man, they mean a woman who has become assumed the identity of a man. When they say transgender woman, it means a man who has assumed the identity of a woman. You know, I saw something today. Um I don't know if this is real or not, but this person identifies as furniture. <laughs> it's probably real. There's some people who love showing up to parties and being like the table that everybody eats on. They dress up as lamps and crap. Like, <laughs> I can't find it. I don't it. know. I don't, I don't know. I'm it's just here here's somebody who here's here's a man who's thinking he's a woman who's whining about his PMS. People want to say that I don't experience PMS symptoms. But I've been cramping incredibly bad all day and at some point my pain tolerance went away. This is such an insult. And it started hurting incredibly bad for the last two hours. What is hurting you? So much so that it made me go and throw up three times. Yeah, so, he's yeah. probably got some, probably probably has gas. You have no uterus, you Pro- Probably has like a, I don't know, like celiac or something like that. Like I, I have a gluten intolerance, but I'm, I'm just going to say it's my period. He's saying it's PMS, and that's like he doesn't even understand what. Oh, God, I just laughed. I had pizza. How how sad is this that this man feels like this, like that he's so troubled that he has to invent a hormonal condition to make himself feel better about himself. Uh, uh, I don't. I don't understand it, and um, I think. Other than you this- see, here's the thing that should scare people. Uh, this guy right here is probably one of the people that's just waiting around on Facebook to give you sperm. <laughs> and, you know, if, if this guy right here comes on, comes upon hard enough times that he needs he he needs money, he will say, "I'm a uh, you know a strapping blonde Aryan type who's never been." Vaxxed in my life, and I'm willing to give you all my sperm. Oh, we've got an Aurora. What the? Hi, Aurora. Hey. She's wearing a what pretty, 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 pretty green color today. Oh, you're showing everybody your your green dress. Do you want to see something really cool, Aurora? I have something really cool. I'm going to show everybody right now. You ready? Watch the screen. Yeah. Here we go. Watch this screen. Here we go. It's a little puppy dog playing with the butterfly. Hold on, it's on delay, Rory. See, watch, look. 
Isso, isso eu nunca vi, cara. Borboleta não desiste dela. O que é isso? She's a butterfly. Olha lá. You want to play with the puppy and the butterfly? Look at that. Now, there are people saying that this is AI, and I do not agree. I went on a search, and I found this like six or seven years ago on Twitter. So, I doubt that AI was this sophisticated that long ago. You know, this is Wow. So cool. You know, you know, you know what it all almost looks like, Aurora. Doesn't doesn't that butterfly almost look like those silly lantern flies? Tell Tracy how many lantern flies you killed. Two. Two. She jumped right on the lantern fly and she kept stomping them. I said, "Good girl." Yes, I was smushing them. Oh, smushing! Oh, now the cat's here. What do you want? <laughs> what is this? Like a we Disney just, film? We just need Lauren, and then it'll all be done. Uh, uh. Oh, Lila wants to eat me. Lila wants to eat her. <laughs> I know. I know, Aurora. We got me. No possibilities oh. of getting what I need. We can go out on this today. You have been listening to the Dark Delight podcast with Frankie Bell on the drums and Beans. You can hear us every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 2.30 Eastern Time on TuneIn, Stitcher, Apple iTunes, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify. Oh, actually, Stitcher went out of business, and I had no idea. No one told really? me. Really? Yeah. And then Monday, oh Wednesday, and Friday, live at 8.30 a.m. on Getter, Rumble, and on X. We will be back. And <laughs> there's Lauren. <laughs> oh, here she is, too. R.I.P. Stitcher. We will be, Lauren. Yeah, we will be back on Wednesday. Later. Later.